Hey there, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. Now, if you or someone you know is stuck in fear, worry, or doubt, then you know how much it can limit your life. So on this show, I'm going to share with you different tools, strategies, and principles to help you break free from the loop, which will ultimately give you the freedom to focus on and improve every other aspect of your life. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode where we're going to talk about intrusive thoughts related to one's religion or one's faith. And um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cotty, and I'm the founder of Restored Minds and the creator of AAA Response. And just as a quick announcement, I am going to be hosting an in-depth workshop on intrusive thoughts, and I wanted to make sure you knew about it. Uh, it's going to be on August 30th, 2023. And so we have a little link right down in the notes uh, that where you can learn everything and then obviously register and claim your spot. We are going to have about 100 spots because it's going to be on Zoom and it's going to be live. So make sure to grab your spot and, and please make sure to show up early if you're attending uh, just to make sure you can really be on live because we'll do Q&A at the end. Um, and if you're listening or watching this after that, we will have the replay available for you as well. So um, with all that said... Let's go ahead and dive in. Um, also, please help us out by liking and subscribing and leaving a nice review. So to continue the series on intrusive thoughts, you know, one of the big problems about intrusive thoughts is they tend to latch on to areas or content of our life that is very important to us. And whether it's attacking our identity or, um, you know, whether we might do something to, you know, someone we care about, they have this very crafty way of kind of latching on to the, the most core, deepest parts of our life that we hold dear. And, you know, it makes sense that that happens because when you really trace back like the core fear of intrusive thoughts, it usually leads to kind of the same thing, right? Um, fear of rejection or isolation, loss, uh, or, you know, death. And, and these, these fears often sprout out of those core fears in, uh, in my experience and opinion. So when it comes to one's faith, uh, the thoughts can take on a variety of forms. And, and again, it's not necessarily about one's per, like a specific religion, because I've worked with people in most major religions, uh, that have different intrusive thoughts. So it may be, um, intrusive or blasphemous thoughts towards God or towards Jesus, um, you know, or another religious, um, figure, um, could be the Virgin Mary, um, Buddha, right. You know, I mean, like it might have, you know, just intrusive thoughts related to that. Um, there could just be kind of profane language towards, you know, or like profanity towards God. Um, it could be, uh, you know, intrusive thoughts about what if I'm going to hell, well, you know, what if I get possessed? Uh, you know, what if I committed the unforgivable sin? Um, you know, as specified in Mark or the book of Mark, I should say. Um, and, and it can take on just so many forms, right? And, and this is why I want to have a more generic episode about this because, you know, this kind of falls into the category of what we would call scrupulosity. And, it's, it's hard to just go with scrupulosity because this is can also take on like existential thoughts, right? What's the meaning of life? 
right? Like, why are we here? You know, I need to figure out why we're here or I need to figure out what this all means. Um, is God going to send me to hell? Is, is there a God, right? Doubting one's faith. Uh, and, and the, the point is, is like with any of these thoughts that I just mentioned and themes, when intrusive thoughts come in, it's like this thought is just bombarding over and over again and it's activating the nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system. So that fight or flight is, is kicking off and then therefore creating more thoughts. And the person really just gets caught in these loops about this. And naturally, the place they generally seek help is their religious institution, right? Their church, their priest, their pastor, their, you know, um, someone who's, who's higher up in their faith to help for guidance. The issue is, is this really isn't just like with any other intrusive thoughts. This isn't a problem about the person's religion, just in the same way harm intrusive thoughts aren't a problem of the person really being a violent sociopath who wants to hurt people or someone with sexual intrusive thoughts being, you know, you know, actually engaging in sexual deviant behavior or, um, you know, or harmful sexual behavior or sexual behavior that's not in alignment with what they want to do. Um, you know, in the same way with religious intrusive thoughts is they, they aren't a reflection of the person's faith. They aren't a reflection of, you know, the person's belief structure. Uh, and, and really what's happening is fear is latching on to the content here. And generally speaking, the person usually does value their faith. Although I have seen someone who identified as a complete atheist was worried that he may have sold, sold his soul to the devil. And even though he actively said he didn't even believe in the devil, right? So, you know, it's, it can take on so many forms. And I think, you know, it's impossible to cover all of this. And in fact, I intend to do a more specified workshop on scrupulosity as a whole. Um, I've thought for a long time about how I would organize it just because, you know, I want to, want to make sure we're addressing it from the right angle because what most people do is they go to their, um, their religious leaders, right? You know, the, the people in the church, the synagogue, you know, mosque, um, and seek for reassurance from that person about whatever their question and fear is. The issue is, is that oftentimes they get that and they get the reassurance that you're not going to go to hell or God really does exist. God's not going to punish you for this or, you know, X, Y, and Z thereby that being the compulsion that feeds the loop and then creates more fear and doubt and uncertainty. And no matter how much reassurance they get, oftentimes it just creates more doubt, more intrusive thoughts, which leads to more confessing, more reassurance seeking, more studying religious texts and trying to be perfect. Oftentimes perfectionism, uh, you know, overly religious, religious behaviors, or, you know, overly confessing all this other stuff is all kind of tied into these intrusive thoughts. And so when it comes to how do we address this, right? When someone is really struggling and, you know, full transparency, part of my journey was definitely struggling with scrupulosity as well. Um, just like the, any of the other intrusive thoughts that we talk and just like we're going to talk about on the workshop, you have to recontextualize the problem. You cannot take the content of the thought and identify that as the issue because you'll always be chasing the next thought, the next doubt, 
the next thing that pops up. And as long as you're engaging in behaviors that are reinforcing the thoughts, that loop is going to form, which is going to continue to activate the nervous system. And so when we look at this from a nervous system and fear kind of perspective, right? And we work at it from that angle, that's going to produce the best results. So, you know, in, in part of obviously OCD being the doubting disease is the person always doubts. Well, like, what if this isn't really OCD? What if this is, you know, and, and that those secondary and third layer doubts often usually come in here, which is why it's so important that we are knowing what to do with all the mental and physical behaviors that the person's engaging in. So with um, these types of fears, you're going to see a lot of overanalyzing, ruminating in the mind, right? Rehearsing scripture or mentally praying, um, listening to sermons and music, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, going to church a lot. And, and the thing is, is, um, and like I said, confessing and all sorts of stuff. The thing is, is none of these are inherently bad. They're not bad things, but in the context of the OCD wheel, when they're being used as a compulsion, it becomes problematic. And this is where once we understand what we're really dealing with and we understand that this OCD and anxiety loop has locked onto this content, then we have to work at it from that angle, which means removing the compulsions, letting the nervous system calm down, and then the person can generally re-engage in the behaviors in a healthy way. And that's really uh, how you effectively intervene when someone is experiencing something like this. Oftentimes, you know, you may um, integrate a person's uh, leader in their faith, in their, in their place of faith um, to validate the idea of doing the, these kind of interventions to make sure that we, you know, we understand what we're really working on. Because as long as a person perceives that this really is a faith issue or a God issue or a hell issue or whatever issue their mind is saying, we're missing the focus of the OCD and anxiety loop. And that's why so important that you address this because oftentimes, I mean, in almost every case I've seen, the more you just feed this loop, the worse and worse things get. And this is something that is absolutely treatable and something you can totally break out of. It's just important that you're implementing the correct skills. So with all that to say, um, you know, I hope this was helpful in just kind of understanding these intrusive thoughts. And then please make sure to join us for the workshop. Um, again, the links below, it is a paid workshop, like I said. Um, and you'll learn all the details. And like I said, we'll have the, um, replay available as well. Um, if, if you're, uh, listening or watching this um, after after we've run the workshop. So the link down below will direct you there either way in the notes. Um, and uh, with all that said, thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope this was helpful and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, please do me a quick favor and help us out by subscribing and leaving a nice review on iTunes and Spotify. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a deeper level of support on your journey, we have several resources to get you started over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down in the notes of this show. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.